Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We roll into the second hour of the Thursday edition. And when I go check to make sure that there's not any new news now on my Twitter feed, since they have suspended and banned President Trump from Twitter, nobody that I follow on Twitter is ever up. You know how when you click refresh on Twitter and literally no new tweets come up? It used to never do that. In the morning, you certainly by the second hour, there would start to be news breaking, things would be happening. With the president off of Twitter, there's nobody on my account who is up. The only other time this used to happen was when I would do late night West Coast Fox Sports Live several years ago. By the time I got back to the hotel, you know, you're getting into bed and I would be like, okay, is there any news I need to be aware of as I get ready to go to sleep? And there's that feeling when you hit refresh and it comes back and there's nothing there that like the world is, has stopped moving. I, that would be probably about 3 a.m. on the East Coast. West Coasters know this feeling when the East Coast has gone to bed. It's about now uh, when you're on the West Coast too and you're getting into bed and you're clicking refresh and almost nobody, nothing new is being posted. Everybody's asleep. That's how it is now on the radio program. For the past four years... The president was always up and almost every day he'd be tweeting something and people would be reacting to it and there'd be a lot of frenzy. Now there's nothing. And look, there's a lot of questions about big tech and I've, I've written and talked about those a lot. I was on Fox News a couple of days ago 
talking about big tech, one of the most popular things we've had on OutKick in a while was my column about why Amazon, Apple, Google, all of the big tech companies are basically they need to be broken up under antitrust law uh, and they have become unbelievably powerful in terms of the decisions that they can make. But do you guys notice that on your Twitter feeds too? For people out there who are like, why are you checking? Because at any moment, in theory, there could be a new NFL coach, something could happen in the world of sports, and we're trying to be on top of it for you. But have you guys also noticed on your Twitter feeds, like when you're checking them, that they are way more dead now than they were when the president was active? Uh, We obviously follow different people in different sites, but... I mean, mine pretty much looks the same. Here on the West Coast, you were saying it. We're up earlier than you are. So it's always kind of looked like that until a little later into the morning. I here. mean, it's 7 a.m. On the, on the East Coast. The president was starting the news cycle typically on most days by 7 a.m. He would have something to say. And it's like it would wake people up. And, Dub, have you noticed this? Like, it, it feels like in the morning now things are even more dead than they used to be. You know, I didn't necessarily notice it until you mentioned it. If that makes sense, because now that I think about it, the last couple of days, it has been kind of dead early in the morning while I'm sitting here at work. Things don't, you know, I refresh. I just refresh my feed and nothing came up and it's 705 Eastern time. That's right. Eddie, you're the news guy. Do you notice this? Like, has it seemed like things have slowed down now? You know, partly when the NFL ends and college football ends, like we were talking about a second ago, the natural cycle of sports is there's football season and then there's non-football season. So we're down to having seven more football games. Sorry to disappoint everybody out there. Four this weekend, two next weekend, a week off, and then the Super Bowl. But we're down to seven games. And once those seven games are over, it's a big difference. Then you get March Madness. And then basically there's – look, I understand some of you are hardcore Major League Baseball fans and you desperately care about, you know, what happens in June and July baseball, May, June and July baseball. I understand some of you are hardcore hockey hockey fans, NBA fans, but the number of people that care about sports declines precipitously as soon as the Super Bowl is over until it gets close to football season again. I I have not noticed the difference, uh, but that said, all of my – all of the people I follow on Twitter are all about sports, so it's not a lot of political stuff on my uh, I just, I mean, account. like literally nothing going on. I clicked uh, refresh for the last 15 minutes. Nobody that I follow has posted anything of any sort of any nature. All right, so we've got four different games going on this weekend. Uh, we have got uh, two on Saturday and two on Sunday. I am pretty excited to watch all four because although I may have to reconsider my angle of analysis here, I now think that wildcard weekend is the best weekend of the NFL season as long as they keep us with three games on Saturday and three on Sunday. Prior to that, I had considered divisional playoff game weekend to be the best weekend in the NFL because you get the final eight teams in the NFL – Two great games on Saturday, two great games on Sunday. And I've just seen over the years, and I know a lot of you have as well, that a lot of AFC and NFC championship games don't end up being that interesting. And as you diminish the number of games that are available, the likelihood of any one game being great goes down as well. Uh, So this has typically been my favorite week of the NFL postseason. 
I might have to change it to the super wild card game because I love the triple header on Saturday and I love the triple header on Sunday. And by the way, I think that college football may have to reconsider putting their game on Monday. Did you see the ratings for college football? They were down uh, to the lowest level that the national championship game has ever been. And it actually rated lower the national championship game did than the two playoff games in the semifinals, which never happens. And you had two big brands in Alabama and Ohio State. Now, I tend to think that a lot of that might have been that Alabama came out and just dominated. And by halftime, a lot of people were like, yeah, this game's already been decided. But I'm curious with you guys, because I think this happened. I think now that they've gone to the super wild card weekend, I think a lot of people watched football all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And then by Monday night, they weren't as excited to watch a seventh game as they otherwise might have been. And I was having a conversation with a buddy, and he was like, hey, how do you think it would have gone if they had put the college football game on a Friday night as opposed to a Monday night? In other words, if they got college football in front of the NFL's six-game wildcard weekend as opposed to after it, do you think that that factored in at all that there were a lot of people out there that had watched six straight football games on Saturday and Sunday, and then by Monday night, they were like, I've already watched enough football, and they decided to watch The Bachelor instead. By the way, I caught up on The Bachelor now that football's over. Seven million people, I think it was, watched the the first episode of The Bachelor. And I'm going to be, Petros and I are going to have a heck of a time breaking down this season, because I think The Bachelor is really likable. But there are a lot of people uh, among the the, the would-be uh, fiancé of The Bachelor. The Do women. they show booty on The Bachelor? Do you watch? No, I don't watch. Did anybody else watch The Bat Dub? Do you watch? I've begun watching this season, yes. But are you, do, are you taking my advice on this is the, per- the perfect way to talk to girls? I am. Why did you Even start though, watching now? Well, so a couple of my roommates, they, they watch it for the same reason. Guys. Yeah. Single guys. Yeah, well, a couple of them have girlfriends. Yeah, and they come over, so it's kind of like a Tuesday night watch party kind of deal. We we just do the recorded version. Yeah, and so Tuesday everybody night. sits around and watches it. What do you think about Queen Victoria? Queen Victoria, man, is she an she, actress or who? is she actually like that? Not the She's, actual Queen Victoria who's been dead for a while in uh, in England. The this is Queen Victoria on The Bachelor. I mean, I tend to think that she's putting on an act. I mean, there's no way on earth that that's who that girl really is. There's just no way. See, I was having this conversation with my wife and our nanny. So now that the kids are all in school, we spent Monday afternoon. I talk about how busy I am, but Monday afternoon, like I walk through the house and my wife and our nanny are sitting down watching The Bachelor or 90 Day Fiance every time I walk through the room. And I'm not sure there's more addictive television than 90 Day Fiance or The Bachelor. So inevitably, yeah, like, a, a I, it's yeah. unbelievable. I, yeah. I, I like I, if I walk through the room and they are in the middle of either of those shows, I sit down and like it's 30 minutes later and I all I've done is sit and watch what's going to happen with 90 Day Fiance. Are they going to get their visa? Did she really buy the car on a credit card? <laughs> Although my wife's like, the, my wife's upset because they, they have that uh, streaming service now. So they're they're one of their most popular shows is now only available through their streaming service. 90 Day Fiance is? Yeah, the roundup of the... the oh, the roundup. Yeah, yeah, the Pillow Talk. Yeah, it's only available now on... Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've watched some of the Pillow Talk. $5 a month. 
How much is it? Five dollars a month? Yeah. I got to be honest with you. That's probably five dollars well spent. Yeah, that's but, what I was telling my wife. She's like, no. So I, I sit down and I watch those shows when I, watch, when I walk through. And my argument, people are like, oh, why do you watch the best? If you are a single guy and you have trouble talking to women, if you watch The, ba- the Bachelor, you have got something to talk to virtually every girl who is 18 to 34 years old. Because almost 100% of 18 to 34-year-old girls, that is the prime age of single, dating, women, and, uh, now, now inevitably I'm going to get blown up. <laughs> like, I'm 35, and I'm still in my prime. Don't you tell me when the prime age is. The, pri- the prime, like the demographic, 18 to 34, is the prime marriage age of women, right? Uh, and so, uh, by and large, and maybe you can say, oh, you're 35, you're 36, whatever. You can still be in your prime too. But the prime demographic there that they use for television rating purposes is 18 to 34-year-olds. The number of 18 to 34-year-old single women who watch The Bachelor is almost 100%. And so, if you are a guy and you have trouble finding a subject to talk to a woman about, this is a gold mine. Dub, I've been saying this for years, and I know there's a lot of awkward dudes who listen to this radio program and have no idea how to actually talk to a woman. Am I not giving them incredible advice that if they watch this, they will have something to break the ice with? I mean, absolutely. It's like two hours of free content yes. every week. and Just two hours of conversation starter. That's right. As you mentioned Victoria. There's so many other characters in the show, but I mean, Victoria certainly stands out. Like I said, I, what what is your opinion? Do you think she's real? I think she has to be an actress. I mean, not only I do I not think she's real, I think she's from L.A. I think that she is on the show to be an actress, and there's no way that she could be real as, as she is. And also, I don't think there's any way that this is the artificial portion of the show. I think his name's James, right? He's former wide receiver at Wake Forest, uh, The Bachelor. Um, I think that... He is 100% being told to keep her because she's pretty much riveting television. So I don't think there's any way that he actually wants to date her or seriously consider her as a uh, as a potential mate, right? Now we can get into whether anybody's likely to be a potential mate on this show. Also but, watch 90 Day Fiance if you want to talk to women about something. Cause, 90 Day Fiance yeah, works too. Uh, yeah, a lot of women watch 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, not a bad idea. Matt James is uh, is the guy's name, and he was a wide receiver at Wake Forest. If you are a big ACC football fan, does anybody know if he was any good as a wide receiver at Wake Forest? Did you look up anybody? Look up his stat. Like I looked him up on Wikipedia because I was like, I don't, I'm a big college football fan, but it's not like I know every wide receiver in the game. So I'm not sure how uh, how successful of a wide receiver he was at Wake. Uh, but he's likable and you need to have sometimes they have bachelors on who are awful like Juan Pablo who was the former pro soccer star and he barely spoke English and all the girls hated him and like they kept just saying like hey I want off the show and that's somewhat riveting because you're like it's a cringe-worthy bachelor but you got to have somebody who can be the villain on the show or at least can have a dark side and it doesn't seem like The Bachelor does. It seems like he's a uh, pretty good dude. That's pretty good. 40 catches for 401 yards in his last season. I mean, that's it's not like he was uh, you know, the ninth wide receiver off the bench. I mean, that's a decent number of catches. 
Yeah, but unfortunately, no career touchdowns while at Wake. I'm sure that probably haunts him to this day. Probably does. Was he there with Dave Clawson? Because they scored a lot uh, of touchdowns with Dave 2014 Clawson. 2014 was his senior year. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, so within this context that I got onto, uh, onto this, uh, onto this <laughs> angle. Yeah, you were talking about the amount of football games that yeah. we're on. Well, now it's time to go talk to Jeff Schwartz about the game. So my advice to you, everybody out there, single guys that are listening to this. And by the way, Dub's like, well, they're not single. They've got, if you're not married, you're single. All right. So everybody, even if you have a girlfriend, you should be watching The Bachelor because we're going to be talking about it now because it's on every Monday night. Is that right, Dub? Monday night. They put it head to head. I always miss one of the seasons because they put it head to head with Monday night football. Uh, They they counter program. ESPN has got uh, Monday night football on. But the reason why I brought The Bachelor up was because I think it might have impacted the amount of people watching the college football playoff. Because, I mean, I think that this thing has become so popular, The Bachelor that especially where there's not necessarily a lot of new programming. So they basically went NBA here. They took over a hotel and created their own bachelor bubble so that they could film during COVID. And they quarantined all the girls and they tested them. Do you think they test them for herpes and like chlamydia and all that stuff too? You think so? (laughs) Yep. So you know if you're the bachelor, like everybody's got a clean bill of health. No HIV, no gonorrhea, no herpes, no COVID. Like this is just fertile territory. Do you think they test them for everything? I would think so because what do they call it at the end of the season when they go to the the private room or whatever? Don't they do that on the the fantasy suite? There you go. Yeah. I mean, the the guy or the girl that's featured on the show, they're going to get around, so – I'm sure they're yeah. going to make sure that's, that's, that's safe. actually a good point. It would yeah. be tough if everybody got chlamydia on the Bachelor, <laughs> like or gonorrhea, like, and they had to stop. They had to stop filming. Yeah, you want to go viral with Herpes, your show, but yeah, not you don't like want to go with that virus. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, they, you're probably right. They probably do STD catch up t- test them. Although I've never actually uh, thought about that before. It would be a real scandal if the Bachelor had HIV and they finished the show, and everybody had HIV who was uh, one of the finalists, Like that would be a rough spot to be in. Probably a big lawsuit. So I bet they do check them for STD. So my question when I started talking about all this was, do you buy into six wildcard weekend games on Saturday, Sunday, college football then going on Monday is in a tough spot because of all the football do you think they might do better if they put that game on Friday night leading into the NFL as opposed to the capstone to the NFL? One million percent. The new girl that I'm dating, she is a casual football fan, so she didn't mind the first couple of games. But then once I got into Sunday's games, yes. she was like, can we go outside? Can we do something? And so I uh, took a little break after the the Ravens-Titans game and um, we just went to the park, played some basketball, did stuff like the that. The rims are back up? Uh, no, this was in her city. Yeah, not in, in Burbank. I can't play basketball. They took still. the rims off of your public courts. <sighs> Man. So, you know, by the time it got to Monday, and she has a son who loves football, so and he wanted Ohio State to win. He's a Justin Fields fan. So I wanted to watch Monday's game with him, but I'm not going to go back after she was already complaining on Sunday that there was too much football on. So I think the the amount of football games definitely affected what was going on Monday. Now, not for me. I watched at home 
uh, the, the national title game. I still think it potentially done better if it had been closer. I think people by halftime felt like Alabama had it won when they were up 35-18. That's a good point. Ohio State could – or 35-17, I guess it was. Ohio State couldn't cover yeah. Devontae Smith. I mean, the, the game, it was like – it felt like a pro team playing – uh, a uh, college team watching it, it, Alabama it, against Ohio State. Yeah, it might as, might as well have been Coastal Carolina, to be honest with you, because at halftime it felt like Devontae Smith had won the game by himself almost, and so I started doing work emails for OutKick at halftime, and I, I had, still had it on in the background, but I definitely was not paying close attention in the third and fourth quarter. Dub, what do you think about the idea of Friday as opposed to Monday? I love that idea personally. A nice little hors d'oeuvre heading into yeah. a triple header and a triple header. And just by the way, on the the whole bachelor thing, one I think one thing at least for me because I've been dating a girl for a couple months here, and she does. I watch every football game ever. That's just who I am. That's just what I do. The FanDuel app in here in Tennessee has made the viewing experience of non fans incredible. She likes like, to gamble. Yeah, I've turned her on to the FanDuel app because she'll she she goes to the boost section, you know, where they yeah. boost the odds. So she'll put like a dollar or two. Gives on her one an of those incentive boosts. to care. Right, exactly. So it makes it, I guess, bearable for her to watch. I, I've thought about that because um, so you say turn the girl into a fellow degenerate. <laughs> yeah, you turned her into a <laughs> gambler. Right. But I, I I honestly I was talking about this with my wife. My wife and my mom both have the app and occasionally will place bets. And I don't think they've ever placed bets before. And But if you think about this, whenever there is a Super Bowl party, it seems to me that women get most fired up about like the bias square, what's the game going to end up, the total going to end up on. You know, like if, if you are having people over and you're going to do some sort of raffle or some sort of ability to win money, um, it seems to me that women get into that in a way that they typically wouldn't, right? I don't know what percentage of uh, people who gamble right now are male but in, on sports. But I think it's fair to say it's like 90%, right? I mean, I, I think if, if they were giving you the data on who is gambling, but the average number of women that watch football games is much higher than that. So it's interesting you mentioned that, Dub, because I do think, and I'm not talking about big dollar wagers. I'm just talking about making it fun I do think that as they gamify the gambling, so you bet a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, something small, uh, but you give somebody a chance to have a stake in the game, it actually is going to increase the number of people that are interested, particularly if uh, if it's relatively easy to use the app, uh, which it is, by the way, FanDuel.com slash Clay. Uh, Eddie, do you think Friday night it would be easier to draw an audience for the college football title game. Do you buy into the idea that the super wild card weekend, three on Saturday, three on Sunday, some people were burned out to a certain extent on Monday from all the games? I don't, I honestly don't know. People say who know more than me that people don't watch TV on Fridays. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. So I don't know. I, I, it certainly wouldn't matter to me. I would watch it on Friday and then, Watch the NFL Saturday and Sunday, and I had I watched the entire game on Monday. So yeah, I did. All, me, I watched all seven. Yeah, so I didn't, I'm, I didn't we're, mind we're not necessarily the target Probably. audience, but somebody was asking me that question. Hey, if they put it on Friday night, because typically they have two games on Saturday and two on Sunday on a typical wild card weekend, and that's a big difference to suddenly bump it to six, especially when you consider the games kick off at one 
and they basically went till 10 or whatever it is every night for the entire weekend, and then boom, you've got a Monday night game. And somebody, I don't remember who specifically it was, but said, hey, what about a Friday night leading into the Saturday and Sunday? So you got the appetizer being college football as opposed to trying to make it the dessert. And I thought that was a, a really kind of interesting idea. Do you think it would have had more viewers if Ohio State would have been 12-0, like Alabama 12-0, yeah, instead that- of 8-0 a, a like they were? And Alabama was so dominant all season? Yeah, I think probably so. I think I think really it was by halftime the game being over because we were watching and I was like, okay, there's no way that Ohio State is coming back in this game. Yeah, same here. And eventually I guess Ohio State cut it to 14 uh, at one point, maybe late in the third quarter, and then Bama sort of quickly scored back-to-back touchdowns to make it a 28-point game. And so basically, I mean, it's not like there was ever a point where you thought for the entire second half, oh, I wonder what's going to happen here. In fact, even the way the first half ended, it felt like Ohio State was almost throwing in the towel. Uh, All right, as uh, we get ready, up next, we're going to talk to uh, Jeff Schwartz. I'll ask him that question about uh, the college football playoff, and also we'll talk about the four upcoming NFL games. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff Schwartz joins us now. Uh, Jeff, why do you think, this is a psychological question for you, why do you think it seems that guys like Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Kevin Durant, who are making $40 million a year to play a sport, seem so profoundly unhappy? It's a great question. I was talking about this on um, my radio show last night, like about Kyrie and just, like how did he get to this point where he's just, doesn't seem to enjoy life, doesn't seem to, to enjoy playing basketball anymore. Um, you know, I, I know Adam Silver's talked about social media and how that's affected his players. And, I, you know, I think we kind of laughed at that. Like, yeah, we all have social media. We all have to deal with the same things that a lot of these, these, these celebrities have to deal with uh, as far as the hate that we get and things like that. I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's the reason why. They're too, um, too focused on you know, social media or too focused on other things besides their sport. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know money doesn't always buy happiness in these situations. Uh, but, you know, James Harden forced his way out of Houston, which I get, right? You, you have the power to do so. Um, but, I mean, is he going to be any happier in Brooklyn with, with two other superstars? Probably not. Um, so, I think that's, that's all part of it. Like, I think these guys sometimes – it's hard to find who you are when you have all this money and you're able to do a lot of things in life and guys just kind of don't know who they're supposed to be. And that's the whole part of this. There's a lot of pressure on, you know, athletes and some guys just don't handle it the way other guys do. I, 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 you know, transitioned to fine, you know, in my thirties. I don't, I don't, I just, I don't know. It's, it's very odd. Do you, when you were in an NFL locker room, did, would you, I mean, you've had different, it's not like you've had a lot of traditional jobs, but would you find that the people in your locker room seem happy? Like, would you have characterized it as a fun place to work? Or do you think it was roughly representative of what a normal office would be, uh, granted, with guys that are well compensated yeah. to play a game? Like, what kind of vibe and, and how much difference was there from one locker room to another? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a much – you know, if you're comparing it to the NBA, it's obviously very different because the NBA is a player-driven league, and we're we're you know we're driven by more ownership. Well, also I mean, there's just regular... way more people in a locker room yeah, I, I in, mean, the, in think, the NFL. I think, the, I think the locker room was the same as probably work is right. There's some days where you don't want to go in, some days where you're happy to go in. You, you have coworkers you like and dislike. Uh, obviously, you know the pressure of our job might be different than other jobs. You know, the stress of like, hey, we might you know you might get cut tomorrow, or you might not have a job next year. Is, is stressful. Um, obviously, the money you know is, is helpful and kind of calming nerves down. But 
I feel like it's in every other job. You're always, I mean, now that I'm in the media, you know, I, I, you know, okay, if I say the wrong thing, do I get, you know, do I get in trouble? If I make a bad block, do I get, you know, do I get cut? I mean, sort of the same things you got to worry about. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing that's always interesting is, is people always think that we love each other in the locker room. Like every, I love every teammate. It's like, you're in the workplace. Do you love all your coworkers? No, you work, you, you figure out how to get along with them. And that's how the NFL locker room is. And, and winning helps a lot of that happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kyrie Irving, he's just, he's just weird. Like, I, I don't know how, some guys are just weird cats. And, you know, in, in before social media, you, we didn't know these guys were odd unless obviously like a big feature was done in Sports Illustrated or your local newspaper wrote something or there was something on, on TV. But like now with social media, you get to see them every day through their tweets or through any sort of live video on social media, you see these guys every day. That really wasn't the case. And so I think we get to see an inside view of some guys that maybe even 15 years ago, we wouldn't know Kyrie Irving was this way or James Harden because it wasn't covered the way it is now. It's, it's a good point. Uh, all right, let's dive into the NFL. And I'm going to start with Saturday's games. What do you expect in Rams Packers? What do you expect in Ravens Bills? So Rams-Packers is interesting. You know, a lot of people talk about the Jalen Ramsey-Devontae Adams matchup, and rightfully so, but I think this game hinges more on the Rams' offense against the Packers' defense. And let's be clear, Jared Goff was benched this past weekend. He wasn't – he was hurt. He had surgery, yes, but he was benched. And, and there's talk now that he might not even start this weekend and John Walford might start. That, that's not good. I, I don't know why – or how John is better than Jared Goff. And uh, so if you're starting a backup quarterback in this game, I do not trust you to win this game, nor nor cover this game, quite honestly. I know it's under a touchdown now at six and a half. Uh, so I think the Packers' defense is fresh. Jair Alexander does a great job in the back end. They try to stop the run. If they stop the run and can score some points, I think they have a chance to, to win this game by over a touchdown. Uh, look, the Packers – as good as Devontae Adams and is, and as good as Jalen Ramsey is, that matchup will be great. Packers have other weapons, and they're really good at play-action passes. The Rams are not very good at covering. So I think the Packers win this game by, by more than a touchdown, probably going away at the end. And the other game is, uh, is which one? The, Ravens-Bills uh, on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, it's a great game. Um, I go back to last week, and I, I like the Colts plus the points, and I took them on the money line. I think I was right. Uh, you know, I know they lost the game, but they should have won the game, right? 450 yards, no no turnovers. First time in NFL history a team lost a playoff game uh, with, with those numbers. They played better than, than Buffalo, and uh, I'm going back to the Ravens here. Against, I took them straight up uh, on, on the money line. I think the Ravens do the one thing the Bills have trouble in, on their team. That's defending the run. If you look at all the games – where the Bills uh, have played close games or lost, it's when the team runs the ball they're playing. And the Ravens are the best in the NFL at running the football right now. I mean, they're averaging like 260 yards a game over the last six. And I think they're going to go into Buffalo with kind of a weight lifted off their shoulders with a playoff win and do some damage. Now, on the flip side, Josh Allen, uh, I think, will have a big game. He's really good against pressure, and, and the Ravens pressure a ton, number one in the NFL uh, in blitz percentage. So uh, that matchup is going to be fun to watch, but I think we – I'm banking on Josh Allen at the end of the game kind of combusting still. We saw last year in the playoffs, at the end of the game, it was crazy. This year, he fumbled that ball. Like, he, 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 he should have given the ball back to the Colts. They should have won in that moment. They recovered the ball. Obviously, Buffalo did. 
either way was a force him to do that. So I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. I know it's a short, short road dog, but I'll take them on the money line. Can you come back and break down Sunday games with us, including your brother's game? We're up against a break yes. here. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their pirelli test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Jeff, I was saying nobody's awake now early in the morning while we're doing the show. So during that commercial break, I was like, I'll go check and see what's trending. Do you know this whole, is it Arnie Hammer? What's this guy's name? Do you know this actor? No, what, what's, what, what's trending? What, 
What Army Hammer. I don't even know. Like, like I, I just went in and saw that he's been trending for the last day because of DMs that he was sending, which are ridiculous. And like, it's like he's a cannibal. He's like a cannibal, evidently. I don't know. I'm not that cool. Like, I don't know who are. Is this an, is this an actor? Like, yeah, Army. A- does anybody else on the show know who Army Hammer is? Like, who is he? What does he play? Does anybody know a role that Army? How is he so famous if nobody knows what role he's ever played? I know a couple. He was in uh, the Social Network. He played the twin brothers. He was he's one yeah. actor, but he he played the Winkle oh. Boss. Yes, twins. yes, yes, ah. yes. That's him. That's his most yeah. famous role. Um, he was in a movie with. Oh gosh, I'm blanking on it now. Uh, the guy who played uh, the latest version of Superman. They were spies. It was based on an old TV show. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't. Anyway, he's evidently a cannibal. Uh, he's into some rough stuff, let's just say. So anyway, I, I can't, yeah, that's a, that's a tough, uh, it's tough for your publicist to wake up and be like, dude, you have to apologize for all the DMs you sent, uh, about how you want to eat people. Um, weird, weird stuff. But, uh, anyway, this is what happens when there's not otherwise, uh, anybody else tweeting. I slide into the, into the trending topics and I'm like, I wonder what's trending this morning. And it's pretty crazy. All right. So, uh, Sunday. Browns, Chiefs, Bucks, Saints. Let's start with Browns, Chiefs. Your brother's on the offensive line. The Chiefs had a week off. They have seemed totally disinterested in the second half of the season. It appears Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be able to go. The Chiefs are all the way out to a 10-point favorite. What happens? So there was a report yesterday that during the bye, uh, Pat Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey, at least it was Pat, but I think he shared it with Travis. He, Pat spent the entire off week going over every defense he might face in the divisional round. So he went through all of them, and he had notebooks he had written on how to defeat all the defenses that he was going to play this weekend. Obviously, now the Browns end up being that defense. And him and Travis Kelsey got together, and they went over the notes before – they even got into practice to start preparing for the Browns. I would say the Chiefs are going to be very prepared to play the Browns. I know you mentioned they have not played very well at the end of the season, and I've been on this this kind of kick of like, hey, guys, i, I got to see them kind of playing better at the end of the season to really believe they're going to be able to beat the Buffalo Bills or the Ravens. But the Browns don't worry me. The Browns' defense is is kindly really – nice way to put it is bad, right? They're, they're bad against the pass. They're bad against covering tight ends. They're bad against the deep pass. They don't get much pressure on the quarterback, especially in this game. Like, they're not set up very well to play the Chiefs. If you look at the Chiefs, too, off a bye with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes, whether it's a divisional round bye or whether it's a Super Bowl bye or whether it's a regular season bye, they're 6-0, and and they've scored at least 31 points in all six of those games. And most of the time, they're over 40. uh, But, you know, against bad defenses, they, they score over 40. So I get a motivated... Chiefs offense off a bye, feeling good against a Browns team, obviously very high after the win against Pittsburgh. Now, covering the 10 is a different story, right? Because that's a lot of points in, in a playoff game. And, you know, people are like, you know, Browns offensive line is really good. They are. They run the football very well. But that plan is great if you're in the game. If you're down 14 points, are you still running the football? If you're down 14 points, are you still going to keep your game plan? If you're not, then you have Baker Mayfield to win you a game. I'm not sure that, that really works in this situation. So I like the Chiefs uh, to score a ton of points in this game, and I would lean for them to cover. What about Bucks Saints? Uh, the Saints trying to beat the Bucks for yeah. a third time. They are a three-point favorite over Tom Brady and the Bucks. 
I have no feel for this game, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It feels like a boring game of the weekend, which is odd when you have two Hall of Famers. What do you feel about this game? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't. I like, like the box as get. I like the box getting the points just because. It, look, I know historically, three times the team that wins Dub looked it up. Uh, the team that won the first two wins the third one, fourteen to seven. So two out of three times. Yeah. But I feel like you yeah. give Tom Brady three times to see the same defense he's going to be successful yeah. by the third time. And so uh, I, I tend to think that the value is on the Bucks. not to mention they're playing at a high level in the passing game with Antonio Brown. Hopefully Mike Evans can maintain his health, Chris Godwin. And they're playing on the track, you know, indoors. Yeah. And so I feel like that works to their favor too. I'm glad you mentioned the stat about the third time playing. And the reason why that holds true typically – is because you beat a team the first two times because you're better than them. So why does the third time matter, right? But in this situation, the Bucks are a different offense than the last time they played the Saints all the way back. I believe it was week eight or nine when they lost 38 to three. It's a whole different new offense, right? The play action pass, the motion, the you know the using of the of the running backs. The offensive line is playing a lot better now too. Uh, now, but the Saints defense is really good. Marshawn Lattimore has played Mike Evans. Multiple times since 2017, he's only allowed nine catches total since you know since 2017 against Mike Evans. So he plays them well. I think the under is the play here. You look at, at Drew Brees in the playoffs in the last four games for the Saints. They've always scored between 20 and 23 points in the playoffs. So they, they, their offensive production is always down the playoffs. I think Tampa does struggle at times to move the ball. We saw against Washington, they, they kind of bogged down a bunch. So I think the under to me, it's 52, I believe. I didn't check this morning. Uh, it was 52 last night. The under feels like the better play in this game. I know people like to bet the over indoor games, um, you know, in the playoffs. Uh, but I, I think it's kind of like a like a twenty four twenty one game, kind of back and forth, but stays kind of low scoring. Good stuff as always, Jeff Shorts. We will close out the final hour of the program up next, diving into the NFL and the drama in the uh, NBA. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.